friends. I'm Colleen Orcanian, and you're listening to Food for Thought, Spiritually Speaking, where we explore ways to have a more profound encounter with God. If you like what you hear, please share this with others or send me a message on my website at colleenorcanian.com. Now for today's episode called A Good Person. We read Psalm 44 at Mass the other day, and I was struck by the last line, Deliver us for the sake of your merciful love. Another translation says, Redeem us because of your love. I thought about the reason given for God to hear the prayer of the psalmist. It's because of God's merciful love. It's not because the psalmist deserves it. And that made me wonder how often we think God will hear our prayers because of our own actions, our own goodness. Taken a little further, it's like saying or thinking, God loves me because I'm a good person. There are two major flaws in that kind of thought. First, it diminishes God's greatness. And second, it sets an impossible goal for me to reach. Let's first consider how it diminishes God's greatness. Remember the parable of the unforgiving servant. The master forgave a debt that the servant could never repay, not because the servant deserved it, but because of the master's mercy. In the parable of the prodigal son, the father welcomes back his son with great joy, not because the son deserved it, but because of the father's great love. The apostle John wrote, We love because he first loved us. God's love always comes first. God does not love me because I'm good. He does not forgive me because I'm good. He does not heal me because I'm good. He does it because he is love. When Jesus healed, he didn't first demand a list of the good works of the sick person. The woman caught in adultery would not be considered a good person, yet Jesus, in his mercy, saved her life. The paralytic who was lowered through the roof by his friends did not give a list of reasons he deserved healing. Jesus said the faith of his friends saved him. The lepers who were cleansed didn't give a litany of their good works. They asked for healing because they believed that Jesus could do it. And he did. Jesus called Matthew, the tax collector, not because of his good works, but because God desired for Matthew to be chosen. Jesus acts out of his compassion, not because anyone deserves it. Bottom line is that when I say God blesses me because I'm a good person, I might be taking too much credit. It's not about me and what I've done. It's about who God is. The second flaw when thinking I'm a good person is that it's just not true. In Mark 10, 18, Jesus says, Why do you call me good? God alone is good. If God alone is good, how can I consider myself good? There are many problems with this belief. First is my pride. I judge myself. And this is rarely an objective judgment. St. Francis of Assisi said about himself, God could not have chosen anyone less qualified or more of a sinner than myself. This holy man who rebuilt God's church when it was in ruins considered himself the worst of all sinners. Yet I, who have done much less, think I'm a good person. When I compare myself to the evil leaders of the world throughout history, I'm looking pretty good. That's the problem with self-judgment. It's flawed. 
The reality is that I will never be good enough to deserve God's mercy and love. It takes humility to acknowledge our own lack of goodness, our own poverty of spirit. Another problem with this belief is that it can lead to spiritual laziness. If I think I've done enough good deeds, I can ignore my spiritual life. I go to church, I live my life, I think I'm good with God, and I don't need to do anything else. This is sad because there's so much more that God has for us. He promises an abundant life. He calls me to greatness spiritually, but I might be willing to settle for mediocrity. Another word for that is lukewarmness, which is really bad if you read the book of Revelation and the letter to the Laodiceans. Another offshoot of the idea that God loves me because I'm a good person is that I may be less likely to love those who I don't consider good people. If I have to earn God's love, others have to earn my love. I might think they don't deserve it. And that's clearly contradicted in Scripture when Jesus says to love our enemies. This idea of me thinking I'm a good person and I have earned God's love, well, it can lead to presumption. The idea that God has to accept me because of my good works. God owes me, in a sense. The reality is that I can never do enough for God to owe me anything. I will always be the servant indebted to the master for an impossible amount of money, more than I can repay in 10 lifetimes. On the other hand, what happens if I fall into sin or have a relapse of some kind? Will God no longer love me because I'm not a good person anymore? This idea can also become a stumbling block for those who don't believe they're good enough to be saved. People who think God cannot love them because of the sins of their past. And I've had people say that very thing to me. I'm, God just has already given up on me. If God loves you because you're a good person, and I don't think I'm a good person, I will conclude that God cannot love me. He has a reason to love you, but no reason to love me. The Bible corrects this mistaken idea in Romans chapter 5. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. All of this thinking can lead to a works-based faith, where we do things out of duty and not out of love, like the older brother of the prodigal son. Every day he did his duty as a good son. But he did not work out of love for his father. He was just doing what he was supposed to do. Our Father God does not want us to do good works out of obligation. He wants us to act out of love. Love for him and love for our neighbor. Another way of saying that is, I don't do something so that God will love me. I do it because I love God. It's the same idea as doing something nice for our spouse. Every day I make coffee for my husband. I don't drink coffee, but for 43 years I've made him a pot of coffee each morning. I do not do this so he will love me. I do it because I love him. So where do our good works fit into this picture? The Apostle James wrote, Faith without works is a dead faith. The more we're filled with the Holy Spirit, the easier it is to work for the Lord. Our works flow from the love we have for God and the grace we have received. We love him and want to please him. 
to delight him. To sum it up, when I believe that God loves me because I'm a good person, it affects how I see God as transactional rather than merciful, how I see myself worthy or unworthy of God's love, and how I see others as worthy or unworthy of my love and God's love. Grace is a free gift of God. No matter how many good things I do, I cannot earn grace. I cannot earn his love. And I don't need to earn his love because I already have it. He loves me now, and he loved me when I was lost. It's all about God, about who he is, and not about me and what I do. There is no God like our God. And now for a couple of questions for prayer. Question one, do you recognize any of the problems that flow from the idea that God loves me because I'm good? How do these problems affect your spiritual life? And question two, what can you do to become more certain of God's perfect love for you? That's all our food for today. Thank you for listening. If you found it helpful, please share this podcast with a friend. And may God bless you in just the way you need today.